This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome back to Trot's Life. It is your Wednesday edition with Toby McKinnon and... Our guest, Paul Wiedenbach, is on the line. And firstly, Paul, mate, uh, how are you? And uh, tell us, whereabouts are you at the moment? Um, right at the moment, I'm at the Shepparton um, Harness Racing Complex. Um, as from, what was it, Saturday, early hours of Saturday morning, probably 6 o'clock in the morning, we got the... We got the alert for the floods. We had no warnings they were even coming at all. It was just going to be a normal Saturday morning. We woke up to just find ourselves just completely surrounded in water. Um, and it just it just turned into a mayhem. It was. It was just... I've never seen anything like it, and I hope I'll never ever see anything like it again. Um, within minutes, we were sort of up to our waist, and then we are up to halfway up our stomach in water. So just to put it in perspective, you train next to what's well-known or part of Elderbarren Park? No, no. My farm is directly next door to Elderbarren Park. Elderbarren Park is um, right next door. Both farms adjourn each other. We've got our farm at Elderbarren Park's got their farm. So we've got the racing and breaking in, which we've done for years, yep. and Elderbarren Park's a stud farm next door. They're two separate completely separate farms and then on our corner which is about a two minute drive from my farm is uh, Greg Fleming which was flooded out as well so this is when when people go up the Goulburn Valley you're on the right hand side of the road if you're heading towards Shepparton and literally the Goulburn is only a stone's throw off the Goulburn Valley so you are I'm just looking at it on Google Maps so I'm cheating a bit but you'd be only yep. 100 meters from the Goulburn well, yeah, sort of. And our water mainly came from what they call the muddy creeks, which come down from, it came from sort of all directions. It came from Seymour, <laughs> the flooding of Seymour, and up in the Mansfield Hills, and from Benalla, and it all sort of met. Um, that's why there was no warning. And it's and the Goldwyn sort of flooded it over further. I have a brother which is at, on the opposite side of Murchison, and he flooded as well, but his water come from a different direction. So we sort of all copped a... A double whammy, you know. It just it just come from everywhere. But the part that we don't understand is nobody had any warnings at all that it was coming. So you you you're waist deep. You've had no warning it's coming. How many horses you got on the property? And and you got a house. You got what kids, family? Tell well, us. Well, we got um, we've got two houses and two units on our farm. And we had to, within minutes, like, we were just so, so lucky. Like, we got good neighbours. Our neighbours, like, um, Danny and Mal Thackeray and all their kids um, and um, Greg Fleming and his staff, uh, all my kids, my wife, we just, we had people going in all directions. We had 
I think I counted, we had to move 60-something off my farm. Um, and Outerbarren Park would have had about the same, and Greg Fleming had the same. We had trucks and floats going everywhere, but we were we were actually working in water up past our waist trying to load, you know, yearlings and weedlings. We had baby foal weedlings. We had to just hunt them into, into cattle crates and send them off. We had people coming from far and wide, like people risking their own necks to come and help us because um, the horses are all, we would have, if we didn't have the help, we would have actually would have had over 60 horses just drowned. There, there would have been no other way around it. They would have all just drowned. Um, and we, we were hunting baby, like 12-month-old yearlings on the cattle crates and people were taking them away for us. Like I've got horses spread out down to my niece, Monique, at Kilmore. She's got six or seven mares and foals. Yep. I've got yearlings at Broadford. I've got horses. I've got horses everywhere. And I've got, I'm very, very lucky. The um, Shepherd and Harness Club, as you know, have just finished all the new barns. Yeah. And they handed me over a, a brand new barn and, and a big row box. I've got 30 uh, I've got 34 horses here that uh, track at the moment at, at the Shepparton Complex. Well, I know this sounds crazy, but how do you open the gates and things like that? Like the, the waters must have been nearly at the level of the fences and the gates. So even just walking into a paddock. Well, water. And, and, well, it was. It was just. It was just so. Well, at one stage, like I came up with a brainwave idea. My brother said, "Look." Don't do this and don't do drive the tractor around the edge. Or well, we actually end, we were in a tractor, um, Kevin, myself, and his girlfriend. We were in a tractor, and it came it came that quick. It surrounded the tractor and came in the cabin. We had to get out of it, and we had a police helicopter above our head trying to help us. It, it was just mayhem. And then when it came to moving the horses, we we got that way. We almost lost some mares. We just cut the fences and. And they just went everywhere, you know, to, to get to get them out. You know, we're just so lucky. Like Duncan McPherson himself's a, a a great businessman. There's him with his shorts and everything on. He's out helping us. He, he, Duncan McPherson was in water up, up halfway up his stomach, helping us save our horses and everybody's horses. You know, it's just the things that people done for us. Like I'll be indebted for the rest of my life to people like that have helped us. Uh, you know, from um, people getting them off the farm, people here at the complex. Like, yeah. it's it's amazing harness racing people come together. Like, I mean, um, I train, we train on our own private farm, but they've opened this complex up at Shepherd, and Ian McDonald has just done everything for us. And, and another man that I'm indebted to him for life is David Farrah. He helped my kids. My kids were trucking the horses by trucks, and I was doing the things at home. Um, Dave Farrah just done everything with the kids he helped get feeders waterers find because by this time we're starting to get nightfall yeah. have to find feed feeders and he even went to shepherd and bought food for all the people that were helping like it's 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 been amazing what what people have done for us it's you know i've been indebted to harness racing people for my life because you never you, you see all what we've seen on saturday is you think you see it on tv and now it happened for real you know it's it's, it's a terrible thing to happen yeah, just taking stock that night. So if you've woken up in the morning, it must have been the quickest day on record for you. I, I can't imagine how quick it all unfolded. Did you have to sit and say, I don't even know where all my it horses unfolded. are? It unfolded. 
Well, that was a whole problem. Like we had to sit down that night and list up where they went. But we had people that we hadn't seen since we moved from Kilmore to Nagambi six yeah. years ago. People I hadn't seen in six years. They were coming with floats and trailers just to help take horses. They were risking their own necks. We got I got ladies like middle-aged women coming with horse floats in water up past their knees and up to their waist, helping us load horses. That's how that's how good it was. But I mean. Because we got surrounded so quickly and then they started cutting roads off, um, the like the police and the helicopters and things like that, all as they want to do, which is fantastic, they just want to save people's lives. That's not their problem to nice. save animals. Like we we were lucky, we never lost any horses. We lost um we lost over two hundred sheep. They drowned because the the water comes so quick it just washed them away and up against the fences and they all drowned. We saved our cattle, um, so that's the only big loss we had. We lost a lot of sheep, and we never lost a horse. Though. Well, have you been have you been able to get back and see the damage? Yeah, yeah. Look, within a day we could get back to the home. Um, yeah, all the, the houses never. It, it came within um, the main big house. It got within the first step coming up the step of the house. Uh, Kevin's house. It got within about six inches of just just going straight into the house. And I was up and down on the Saturday night, up and down all night because they, you know, they told us to get out, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave. Rosie and I wouldn't leave the house. And we got all the kids in, left them in Shepparton, and about I was up and down every half an hour to see how the water was coming up to the steps. And about three, I was just so worried getting out of bed, the water was going to step in water. But anyway, it got to three, three thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and the water started to subside back from the house, and then it just started leveling out, and it's gone from all the house and and all the stables. Like the water in the horse, I've got a big row of 18 horse row boxes in a row mm. and the water was up to the horse's stomachs in there and there's no water in there at all now. So it's gone through our farm and it's now gone under the freeway um, and it went out under the freeway and it washed a lot of our sheep because we own land on the opposite, uh, we've got land on the opposite side of the freeway which the water went through there so quickly it washed all them sheep away, they're gone, We, you know, they drowned and they were gone but Getting back to the tracks, the tracks are starting to show now because it come as quick as it came, as quick as it went. They've just done a lot of damage in the meantime. So you, you, you've, you're the damage, the main damage sounds like it'll be the stables, your training track and fencing by the sounds of it. Yeah, the stables are not too bad. They're good. Um, we've got people started out there already uh, redoing, just fixing a few things. Uh, the tracks, they'll just the main tracks, they'll just need grading and they'll need a bit more sense. You, it's quite incredible. The week before, we just put um, four B double truck loads on the track, and um, but look, it, it, it's, it's a bit of damage, but it could have been a lot worse. A bit of fencing, uh, mainly because we done that because we had to cut. We either cut the fences and let the horses out, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that sort of thing, but um, there's, there's things that can be fixed. Things are bad, like it's been bad for us, but there's people that are worse off than us that have lost their houses and lost their, all their belongings. Like it, We come close to losing their, our houses, but we saved them. And like, I've, 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 you know, I'm not repeating myself, but the people that have come to help us, like from the neighbours, everybody, um, from Greg Fleming to Duncan McPherson to the Shepparton people, it's been tremendous. And even here at the track of, you know, um, Patrick Ryan, he's been a great to come and help us. And Pat Carafa, we've just had so many people. I'll be here for a week just naming the people that have come to help us, you know. And 
It's, um, I know in harness racing, a lot of people have little arguments and diff- things like that. But when things like this happen, yeah. it, it's amazing where people come from to help. Yeah, when the, when the chips are down, this sport is is one of the best, I must admit. Now, how is the track there? Because we're yeah, not... it's, it's it's amazing. We're not racing at Shepparton. Is the harness track at Shepparton being affected at all, or the training centre at Shepparton being affected at all? No, nothing, nothing, nothing's been affected here at all. It's it's quite amazing because, as you know, the the Donahue family, Morley Park, they got flooded, yep. so they had to bring all their horses to the track. So they bought, I think, over twenty horses. Um, we bought thirty four, and um, Greg Fleming bought over thirty. And there's horses come through, so it's it's very busy here. Yeah. Um, actually, it's very busy. There's horses going everywhere, but it's if we did, I don't. I often think about it. If we if the Shepparton Club didn't have these stables, I don't know what all us people would have done. I really don't know what we would have done. Well, I know what would have happened. We all would have lost a lot of horses. That's that's all it was. But there were so many people. We had trucks and floats and God knows what. It was it was like a just a uh, just a onerous convoy of trucks and that trying to get the horses to all different properties, you know, mainly here to the track. But if we never had the track, we would have been, that would have been the end of the road for us anyway, that's for sure. Paul, mate, thanks so much for coming on and telling us a bit about the story that unfolded and uh, must have been a scene. It just sounds like a scene out of a, out of a movie, Un- unbelievable sort of stuff that uh, like apocalyptic almost well, the way the water it, came it, in. Well, it was as they had. I, I um, they had to put two. They put boats with motors on my fast work track. That's how deep the water was. They they put boats on the track to go around the track in boats, and now it's down. You can walk on it. So that shows you how deep it was. They could put boats in on the tracks, and you know there was even people. I like think people come from towns with boats to so we can get out with boats and things like that. That's how deep it was. It's just. You know, it's it's amazing. But like I said, I I just thank everybody in harness racing that's come and helped us. You know, it's it's been tremendous. You, are you nervous about the coming weekend as well, mate? That it could happen all again? No, not not really. I've been talking with uh, John Nizen, as everyone knows. John's a very well known bloke, and I've been a friend of John Nizen's for many years. And he owns land, and he's got big farms near us. And he sort of thought. The rain that we're supposed to get tomorrow is not going to be a patch on what we had. He said, I've seen the big floods like 40-something years ago. There was a flood, and then there was one when Chris Lang owned our property. <laughs> but he said, this has been, this, that flood that went through on Saturday is the biggest he'd ever seen, and he's seen two of them in his lifetime. And I think any, everybody in the sort of uh, Nagambi, Shepparton area would know John Nizen, and he knows the layout of the land and, and all that sort of thing. And he, he sort of said to me, Paul, he said, look, it's, it, it might rain or whatever, but he said, I don't think, he said, we're not going to have what we had on Saturday. He said, that was just a complete freak of nature. They, they just said it was a freak of nature. You know, I hope I never see it again anyway. Well, Paul, I hope you get a freak of nature in a horse and over the coming years, uh, you've got a rock and roll duo or something in a different type of freak of nature and, and that'd be a great result to see you winning some races with a champion horse. Well, that's what we're hoping on. And we've kept it, we've kept everything rolling. The kids have, uh, all my kids have kept things going. Like I said, we've got four horses at Kilmore tonight. It's been a bit of, it's, it's amazing the stress on the horses, you know, it's a bit of, because they've had to move yeah. horses off farms and things like that. And, but it's, you know, we're very, we're, we're very fortunate and very lucky people that we had a lot of people around us and have, um, 
and this Shepparton complex, and you know we're headed for life to these people. I'm not going to ask you about them because that and get your thoughts on those horses deliberately because this ain't about gambling and punting. The sport's about many things, but uh, what you've described today and the camaraderie and everything of people pulling together to get you out of there and to get to Elder Baron Park and, and Greg Fleming as well, uh, what the sport does when the chips are down, as we've mentioned already, is absolutely amazing. And I thank you for coming on and telling the story, Paul. Okay, thanks very much, Toby, and thanks to everybody.